eventually I get home and the car reeks and I have a feeling what's in there. I step out of my car and I look down and you know, like when a baby just explodes in a diaper, that's what it looked like. So I took on off the, the outside bottom. before you even get your pants. No, no, no. Once I opened it, that's what I okay. saw. And oh. so I took, so I took off my boxers. I took off my jeans. I threw them immediately in the trash can outside. And I opened the door to the to my garage to go down to my basement. My wife's there, and she's just like, "Tough day, huh?" Like, yeah, it was. It was pretty. It was pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. I took a walk with Beth the other day. You know, I'm on the Metamucil, so uh, I, you know, for fiber. My doctor told me to take Metamucil, which I love. I have such fluffy movements and uh, big movements, and it's wonderful. It's like I'm a teenager, and. but yeah, I I was taking a walk with her. They had my bathing suit on too because um, thought maybe I'd get to jump in the pool after I went for a walk. And uh, sure enough, I I just you know we were outside, so I did a silent but deadly, and I guess it was extra juicy back there from the Metamucil, <laughs> and uh, I knew something was going down, and I was pretty sure it was still whatever was going down was caught in my ass cheeks. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, so I was I was but but it felt very watery. So I said, well, hmm. maybe some ass juices. Well, sure enough, I get back and ass take off my streaks. bathing suit. And you know the netting? I have netting in my bathing suit. And uh, there there was some brown on there. You know, like ass juice. Like that right. out. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, oh, damn. So, Did you <laughs> so, smell it? Do you think you're yeah. smelling on your walk? <laughs> no, I don't think I smelled that bad because we're outside, you know. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, it was, it was a good breeze. But, uh, but then I did that thing my mom does. I just got my bathing suit right in the sink. Took out a bar of soap, soaped it up, scrubbed it, get the grit out, get the you grit out. You didn't soak it like she did? No, no, no. I didn't soak <laughs> it. I just like, I just like got all the, the, whatever. It wasn't quite a duty, but it was juice. It was juice. You got Brown rid juice. of the remnants. <laughs> yeah. I'm writing a song called Brown Juice about my horrible experience with this. But uh, I knew, I, I knew my boxers and jeans had no, there was no future for them. They immediately had to be tossed. And like Robin's saying, the worst feeling is, you know, something might be there, but you're hoping that it's, you know, air and you're clear. Yeah. I was sure my bathing suit was going to be clear. I was like, you know, but I was walking funny. I'll tell you what, (laughs) after that, everybody around me wore a mask. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Howard. Yeah. So, so, um, Right when COVID started, right, the first week we're off, I had a stomach virus for like what I thought was a 24-hour. That turned into a 48-hour. That turned into like an 11-day stomach virus, the worst one I've ever had in my life. Oh. And then and then it went away, and I was like, okay, but my stomach has not been right since. I mean, like two weeks will go by, and I'll be fine, and then it'll be bad again. And I can't figure out what it is. I've taken probiotics. I'm trying to do everything. And so I've sharded three times during covid what so, is a shard? That's like a. It's, like, it's it's more like what you just described, except a little more than what you found, but uh, not yeah. quite what John did. I but bet. one of them was, it was like ten minutes before the Tom Brady interview, and I'm oh. like doing all these different things. So like I'm in the downstairs bathroom, like you know, trying to clean myself because I can't go upstairs. But it's been brutal. It's just been brutal. Oh. And so it happened about a week ago, and I did what you did. You know, I came home and I took uh, I took my underwear and my pants and I scrubbed them. And everything, and then and then like I I hung him up, and then Mary comes in, and she's just like, 
Oh, come on. Really? Like, you know, because she, she knows what's going on. She's like, you're right. I think what's going on with you with your stomach and your knees and everything. I think you're really being affected by this quarantining. You're a very social animal. You're a very social person. You think it's making him sick? I think, uh, yep. I think Gary's super depressed. That's why the anti-anxiety medicine, the antidepressants work on his knee. It's like, uh, I feel... Well, they really don't work on the knee. That's that's the problem. The antidepressants don't work on the knee. I I can't really tell. I mean, it it hasn't been much better. But the guy said to stay on it because it'll help in the recovery. But it really hasn't helped in any way. He's got a bad stomach. He's got... He's Mm. just... He's bummed out. That, well, that, can't, that, that, the, can't, the med, can't the meds be fucking up his stomach? I was going to say that, too. That might be the effect of the medication. Okay, you want to hear something really gross? I take one of the medications I take is, a, is like a vitamin. like a, uh, It's a potassium. It's just potassium. It's a big pill. Yeah. And I've noticed the last couple of times that it not, it's, not, um, it's not digesting, if you get my drift. Oh, the whole pill came out of your it. ass? <laughs> yeah, the whole pill just no, comes you, right out. I see it in the floating, toilet. They're floating in the bowl. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, how is that possible? That this thing has been in my this pill has been in my body for 12 or 13 yeah. hours. How is it not broken down? Yeah, I don't know, but Gary's all freaked out about this thing with his son, whether to send his son to college, and he's got to pay for college, even though his son's not going to be able to go to classes. He's all fucked up in the head, you know, as as we all Lots are. Of but stuff I, going on over there in yeah. the Delabate household. Yeah, and then you guys are laughing at me pulling shit out of my ass. Listen to you guys. <laughs> it just came they out, Ronnie. I didn't have to use in, my Ronnie. fingers. No, Ronnie, I don't need my still fingers. Win the prize. You still yeah, win Gary, the prize, dude. Gary, it happened once to me. I mean, it's not happening every day. I'm going to the know. bathroom every day. There's nothing weird about that, Ronnie. It's just not no, the way you I'd said like it you're to be. shitting your fucking pants all the time. Like I've a shorted, old lady. I shorted three times, three times during COVID. Like an old lady. But it is really. Like one of them was. One of them was, I was on the couch. Like a week and a half ago, and I'm watching TV, and I was sure, sure it was going to be air. And then I was like, oh, and then, you know, and then you go to the bathroom, and, you, and you, like John hit it right in the head, you know, the hope, you hope, you know, because you, you think don't want to have a, a light case of COVID. Seriously. I, mean, I know, because, you know, Will was complaining about his stomach. Yeah, he I think COVID I, and his stomach still isn't right. And uh, Gary's having parties over Fourth of July. He's seeing people. He goes to his neighbors' pools and goes pool hopping. And, and I bet you he's not got COVID. only that, Howard. I have been reading about some new symptoms that are all stomach. like stomach related that are an indication of COVID. So I think mm-hmm. that the I I in my heart, but I don't know. I believe that that eleven day stomach virus might have been COVID. But then I don't want to be one of those idiots. Everybody in the world goes, you know, I had a cold and I think I might have had COVID. But this like stuff has just not COVID. gone away. <laughs> Gary probably gave it to you, Will. You gave me COVID. We said nobody no, spread no, no, droplets gave, like Gary in the office. You gave, gave it, it to me right before we left. No, 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 no. You no, gave no. it to me. I had it later. You had it first. I don't think so. You said early no, March. That's so. when I had it. No, I said late March. Son of a bitch. Well, you will get tested when you go... For surgery, for surgery but, if you don't want to go so, now and get a test. Right, but, hey, but I have a Matt, uh, sports I, I don't related think I bit. Have it. <laughs> I got some sports related bits here, guys. Yeah. If you want to get your mind off Gary shitting his pants. It seems like the whole staff has come down with this. <laughs> I thought this was good though, Robin. This okay. is uh we went to the WAC pack and uh asked them what they thought of the name change for the Washington Redskins. 
And, uh, you know, everybody knows the Washington Redskins offensive name. I've said for years. Actually, this just what you're supposed to say now is the Washington team, the Washington football team. Oh, you don't even say Washington Redskins. Okay. No. Well, anyway, the Washington <laughs> team announced they're changing their team name after years of protest and complaints. I was one of the people I go, come on. American Indians have been so shit on in this country. Uh, you know, let's not go through all the atrocities. Now we're going to fucking humiliate them by calling a team the Washington Redskins. But the guy, the owner, you know, he was adamant about keeping the name. But all right, now finally. So we called Mark the Bagger to start this bit off. Mark the Bagger is a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. We asked what the what he thought about the Redskins' new name, what it should be, and uh, he came up with, a well, an equally offensive name. Here you go. I think they should change the Washington Redskins' name to the Washington Homos. <laughs> nice. What type of players would want to play for that team? Gay Homos. What words of encouragement do you have for Dan Snyder, the owner of the Redskins? Fuck you, and uh, don't be gay now. Meanwhile, not, not to really bring up a subject that's sore for uh, Mark the Bagger. He's had a few, uh, let's say, uh, interesting uh, moments with that. That was a phase, Howard. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you know, I think he's going out of his way to act super macho. I think so. I think yeah. this is overcompensation. Uh, Bigfoot is completely confused by the situation. He seems to think Redskin is a term for black people. So he's a, he's not sure what's going on. Do you think the word Redskins is a racist name for Indians? I don't think so. Why do you think the Indians are getting upset about the name Redskins? It's fucked up what's going on. The black guys get a little crack, and then the girls go all fucking loud over them. What, black guys better than white guys nowadays? It seems like that's all the girls go after is black guys nowadays. It's fucking bullshit. I know that much. What did he's he all, just say? He said that, uh, I th it, uh, like I said, he thinks the Redskins refers to black guys, and he says black guys get a little bit of crack, and then right away now all the white women want to be with uh, black guys. Hmm. And he doesn't like it. <laughs> he thinks that's wrong. Yeah, he says he can't get any girls, but, <laughs> you know, let's be honest. I don't know how many girls were flocking to him. I like he's blaming black people for that. Uh well, see, yeah. black people get blamed for everything. Yeah. By the way, in all fairness, I think Mel Gibson would say the same thing, right? <laughs> I'm. What I'm saying is I think what Bigfoot just said was horribly racist, but I'm not exactly sure what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, the slow adult suggestion would offend even more people than Redskins, I think. Oh. Listen to this. How do you feel about the Redskins changing their name? Why are they changing their name? I didn't know the football team was changing their name. So the name Washington Redskins is a racial slur for Indians. What name do you think they should change to that's more appropriate? How about the Washington Redskins? Do you think that is derogatory? No, not that I know of. I mean... Oh, my mom calls me retired all the time. Sometimes when she's angry. <laughs> oh, jeez. The Washington <laughs> retards. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Wendy. Wendy thought it was silly that Native Americans are offended. She has some very antiquated views on this. I'll play those for you. 
That's weird how the Indians now get upset with that name. That's stupid. Do you think that the Indians are just pretending to be upset by the name Redskin? Yes, they are. Why are they just pretending? Because Indians don't know what's going on in the world because they're in the woods or whatever place they live at. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. I know. Well, come on. She's Wendy. <laughs> hard to argue with her. You're going to argue with her? You can't, Robin. Uh, all I know is that I hope, you know, people who have racist feelings are listening to who agrees with them. <laughs> Medicated Pete had a ridiculous suggestion. This, Although, you know, he wants them to be called the Washington Chicks. And, oh. You know, I mean, that's the name of Natalie's band, you know. <laughs> the Chicks. Everybody's though. going to Chicks. But he did have a logic to it. And All right. Speaking of uh, Washington Chicks, it's got a hook to it. Definitely has a has a, has a name to it, you know? Uh, something something you can grab on there. Yeah, but Pete, uh, I like that name too, but you know Chicks means women and football players are men. Does that make a difference? Well, you know, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, you know? They're they're a bunch of guys, you know. They're a bunch of guys, and they're not really birds, but they're guys, you know. So, so you you think the Washington Chicks would be an awesome name? Washington Chicks sounds. Uh, I mean, who doesn't who doesn't love chicks? <laughs> yeah, it's oh pretty good God, logic. That's the best. They're you yeah. know eagles. They're not birds. They're not birds. <laughs> Cardinals. They ain't birds. They're a group of dudes. That's the best. Yeah, I love it. And it's a good thing, like, in this cancel culture. I would culture. love the commentary on a game if they became the Washington Chicks. Yeah. Well, the Chicks are coming up to the line. Look at that chick. <laughs> What's so great in this cancel culture? that chick just got tackled. Whack Packers can't be canceled. You can't take someone who's in the Whack Pack and throw them out. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good, you know, like, hey, look at the Giants. Those guys are regular size. They're not giants. They're not giants. Yeah, they just go by the name giants. Well, Ham Hand's bill was weird. He sent us like dozens upon dozens of name suggestions. He was just reeling them off. I mean, I, oh, I yeah? couldn't even get through them all. Yeah, I mean, it's just funny to hear him talk about it. Hey, this is Ham Hand's bill talking about the Washington Redkins. Possible names? What? By the way. That's a pretty good name. The Washington Redkins. Redkins. Like, yeah. I could see the owner of the Washington Redskins going, I'll show these fuckers. Okay, we're the Washington Redkins. But wait a second. What, is that offensive? It's a great name. The Washington Redkins. I like it. Anyway, he just, it, this goes on and on. Listen. About Washington Transformers, Washington Warriors, Washington Thunderbolts, Washington Terminators. Washington Dragons, Washington Peoples, Washington Warlords. What about Washington Powers, Washington Megatron, Washington you. Fighters, Washington Enforcers, Washington Hurricanes, Washington Furious, Washington Avengers. How about Washington Guardians, Washington Matrix? I mean, I'm talking he about. Just it. goes on and on. And oh my on. God. Yeah, I was listening to this stuff last night. I almost, I almost jumped out the window. <laughs> you know what? You know what I call that? 
quantity over quality. <laughs> he just he just floods you with names. Absolutely. I was like, and he's staying pretty much in the same range. I'm pretty sure he opened up the dictionary and just started reading from it. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, chicks was really out there. That took thought. <laughs> <laughs> we called a uh, an Internet sports show as a man in quarantine getting turned on by the sports talk. So we thought this was appropriate now that baseball is coming back. All right. Check it out. Okay, welcome back. What's your question or comment? Hello, Richard. My name is Ronaldo. I'm a huge baseball fan, all alone in quarantine, so, and I haven't heard sports in so long. Yes, yes, it's a real unfortunate time. A real unfortunate time. Now, Richard, I don't know what's worse. No sex oh my. or no sports. No, I don't. Tell me. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, no, I, no, I don't. Sir, uh, are you making sure you're washing, you're washing your hands? Oh, Richard, Richard, I'm washing my hands. Um, I'm washing my body, and uh, I'm lathering up my balls as we speak. Uh, if the Yankees were playing the Orioles today, please tell me what would happen during the game. I can't. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I can't tell. I can't tell you what's what's gonna happen. I can't tell you what, what would happen. Richard, use your imagination. Take me through a play. Look, please. I need my sports update. Look, there are no games. There are no games happening at the mo- at the moment. Is wrong. Something is wrong here. Tanner Scott is pitching, uh, and 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 let's say. Uh, stop studying. Stop studying and get to your point. So sorry. So Tanner Scott is pitching. What happens? Did you think Tanner Scott? I I just I just I, uh, Tanner, excuse me, Tanner. Oh yeah. Scott. Oh yeah, Tanner Scott. I'm looking. Oh, right. oh yeah. Give me my fucking sports report. Oh, oh, hold on. Why did did you just swear? Did you just swear? No, no, no. I didn't fucking swear. Let's say Tanner Scott was pitching. Uh, speak. Uh, uh, speak. Let's say. Speak. Hang on. Speak. Richard, oh my God! You know what? Okay, uh, just just let me put on some romantic music. You know what? Please, uh, just come. stop it already. I'm stroking my cock. Stop. Uh, talk to me about double plays. Stop. I'm uh, just talking to you about baseball. Stop. Stop. Tell stop. me about an unassisted triple play. Stop. Uh, stop. Uh, stop. Talk to me about some foul balls. Stop. Just stop. Please talk to me about anything about baseball. Stop with this. Um, oh, fuck. I don't want to come here. Listen. I, oh, my God. Here we go, Richard. Oh, I, excuse me. You're, you're Grand Slam orgasm. I'm, I'm cutting you off. Oh, I'm coming. Everyone, you know, do not, please do not ask me about what, oh. Yes, hello. Yes, hello. You're on the, yes. Hi, Richard. It's me, Ronaldo, wait, again. Wait, wait. Okay. Just, I don't want, I, I don't want you swearing on my show. I'm just rubbing my fucking cum into my I'm, baseball glove. I'm, oh. I'm cutting you off, okay? Don't, don't hang. Anyway, on that note, I, anyway, on that note, I will say, have a great day. Uh, hey now. Hey now. Want to see hey me now. dance to this? I'm so good. <laughs> hey now. Hey now. See what I'm doing? This is called. Hey now. Like a kind of like an Egyptian thing. Really? <laughs> what do you think of this move I'm doing? It's not really a move. You're just moving your hands. And All right, I'll do it. Your arms. Well, you know what? I actually learned how to dance. I was watching my Peloton instructor dancing on the bike. Like, she was just moving yeah. her upper body. She was doing this. <laughs> Shaking her arm and stuff. Hey, uh, by the way, I'm excited about today's show because, speaking of party, man, 
The Party Brothers are going to be joining us in a moment. Uh, these two boys are doing things that uh, very few social activists do. These are guys who care about the world. I've had them on before. Uh, you know them, uh, Robin, as Chad Kroger and J.T. Parr. Yes. Or the Party Brothers. They they are they're community activists. And these guys are, you know, a lot of people say young people don't care. But these guys do care. And they go to city council meetings and they advocate for causes that they're passionate about. And we you had them on I the love show. about them? Yeah. They, it's not just one time. You know, a lot of people maybe show up one time. Yes. They keep going. No, this is their this is their life's work. Chad and JT, yeah. when you, if you remember, we had them on. I'll give you a review in case you weren't with us. Chad and JT, these remarkable young men, these two young superstars, they shot to stardom when they stood up at the L.A. City Council and they shared their strong feelings about house parties. And it was quite heroic. And here they were defending house parties to the city council who wanted to do away with house parties. Listen to yeah. their, their activism. Thank you. Next speaker. Yes, sir. Identify yourself. What up, council? My name is Chad Kroger. Um, I'm an activist and house party enthusiast. Over the past week, I've been in a state of deep despair upon hearing the news that L.A. is trying to outlaw house parties in the Hollywood Hills. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. What up, council? My name is JT Parr. I am also here to defend parties in the Hollywood Hills. I grew up like most kids, worried I couldn't bench two plates, that I wouldn't fit in, that I wouldn't find love. Then I discovered partying, and suddenly all those worries went to the wayside. I didn't need love. I had keg stands. This is the best exemplified in me and Chad's relationship. We were star-crossed. He a surfer, me a bodyboarder. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to welcome you to L.A. Council's Bill and Ted's excellent uh, adventure. <laughs> oh, you see, that's why young people are turned down. off. See, they yeah. weren't ready. One of my favorite things they did in 2017, they... They went to the San Clemente City Council to propose that a statue of Paul Walker, the actor, uh, be put up in the city. It didn't. It didn't go through, but I thought that was pretty noble. And I, I'm you know sure what I'm saying? The Walker family was moved by this. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was in a lot of those movies. Those Fast and Furious movies. Fast and Furious movies with that that actor. What's his name? The guy with the shaved uh, Vin head. Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel. He's in a lot of Vin Diesel movies. <laughs> and everybody else in Hollywood as they've gone on. That's right. But, uh, you know, in a way, you admire the the fact that they're constantly trying to figure out how to make the world a better place. In fact, um, they're so passionate, these speeches that they make to city councils. It got them a lot of attention. Back in 2019, they proposed a Schmoll relocation program to the Laguna Beach City Council. And what is a Schmoll? Yes, what is a Schmoll? Uh, well, I'll let them explain. We have public comment on any matter not previously on the agenda. Uh, what up, Council? My name is Chad Kroger. Uh, my dog JT and I seek your counsel to help solve a massive internal conflict within our squad. His name is Kevin. He's a Schmoll and we have to boke him. My dog, JT, will now augment the case and introduce our small proposals. Thank you. Look, I can no longer be Kevin's dog, I'm sorry, but I certainly don't want him to end up homeless. That is why we want the city to make moves on a schmoll relocation program. 
When a schmoll maxes out his screw-ups with a crew, there needs to be a clubhouse provided by the city where they can go and hang and learn about their schmollness. A program to save our schmolls would be costly, but I think you will agree that it is worth it. The program would cost approximately $75,000 per schmoll. We could achieve this by raising property taxes on our parents' houses. <laughs> Any other public comment? Anybody else want to follow that? A, a schmoll is a friend who is a good person but ends up being lame to be around. And you know right, these they guys. can't hang out with them anymore. Right, yeah. So they schmoll. should have some place to go. <laughs> I, like when, I like these guys go, and we could get all the money if you raise the taxes on our parents. <laughs> <laughs> Good plan. Uh, one of my favorite moments, uh, and I can't wait to bring the boys out here. Uh, everyone needs to hear from them during the pandemic. Uh, Chad and JT, uh, for a while, were regulars on the uh, Fox News on uh, Waters World. You know Waters World, that guy, Jesse Waters, the uh -huh. guy on Fox News? They were on that show, and Jesse would get their take on all kinds of subjects, and he, he had him on the last time to discuss the Super Bowl, but the boys just wanted to talk about their latest cause, small dongs. <laughs> and Jesse freaked out. He wasn't happy. I don't think they've been on since, you know. Big Super Bowl tomorrow night. Let's just start off. How do you guys party at a Super Bowl party? Oh, dude, good question. Uh, well, we have a huge rager for sure. Uh, Got to get some brews. We usually have Wood Ranch cater it. Maybe get some burgers and some steaks, which is cool. But, Jesse, there is actually uh, an announcement that JT and I, we want to make to the world. Um, oh, okay. We, we have small dongs. Yeah, there's an epidemic of dudes out there who feel bad about their wieners. And, dudes, you don't have to. I have a small dong, and it's dang. Guys, and you can't come I stand on live shows and talk about your dongs. You can't do it. But it's oh, serious, dude. It. We're yeah. sorry. You can't but do it. We and just want people to know right. that it's all good, dude. Yeah, you don't have to feel shame, and we're celebrating it, dude. Last we told thing, our dad, Super Bowl and we're predictions. Have an event. Super uh, Bowl predictions. Chiefs, dude. Right. I've never seen anyone make it look as easy as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, for sure. But I do love the Niners because California. Um, but right. we will have a rager, and if you're cruising, uh, right. you have a small dong. And I, I really want to see Andy Reid win a Super Bowl. I'll see you for later. Sure. All right. Yeah, later like never. <laughs> party bros maybe too much partying beforehand sorry about that i think jesse waters wanted to be cool with them and in with the boys but when as soon as they mentioned small dong he wasn't down with them yeah but he even used the term dong and nobody yeah. bleeped anything i didn't think dong was so bad but maybe you can a, talk about dong there is a <laughs> we do there's a rumor that Chad and JT have been banned from the show, but we're not sure. I could ask them about it when they come on. But uh, one of the things I really love what the boys are up to, uh, as you know, Robin and I are huge mask proponents. So are Chad and JT. They, oh, they, that's good. Yeah, I played this a little bit of yesterday. They recently went viral again with a new video. They, this is actually on YouTube where they, they tried handing out masks to people around Huntington Beach. They weren't forcing you to wear them. They just wanted to give out free masks. <laughs> and uh, this, again, is this anti-mask thing, which is mind-boggling to me. Most people turned them down. They did not want a free mask, and some got downright angry. And the yeah. video ended up getting over a million views. And I, and I have to say I'm proud of these boys for using social media to expose selfish assholes who won't wear masks. Uh, here's a little, let's say, montage 
of all the different beachgoers saying no to masks, and it really is unbelievable. Guys, we've got a cure for the mask shortage. We've got masks. If anyone needs a mask, we've got them. Hey, do you guys need a mask? No, we don't. Why? You don't? Because there's this thing called coronavirus. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, it's a bullshit lie. Really? (laughs) Who made up the lie? Hey, go fuck yourself. Are you pro-mask, bro? Do you want a mask? It's all fake, dude. Come on. I'm good, man. Nah, man, that's just nah. a, that's a fraud, I like bro. I like freedom, dog. I like, I like fresh air. Just shut down the fucking country? That's bullshit, yeah, man. I'm good. But does wearing a mask shut down the country? When you close down half the economy, yeah. Yeah, pretty I much. think so. But can't we open it up quicker if we all wear masks? Nah, nah dude, that's a talking point on the TV, bro. We're just trying to hand out... I don't give a fuck what you're trying to do. You believe in a mask? I don't. That's cool. Fucking leave it alone, bro. Just... If you want something of me, come on and get this. No, we're not trying to fight anyone. We just want to hand out masks. Yeah, we're, do you want the mask? Maybe we do a happy hour at Sharky's later. <laughs> <laughs> Boys are always out there. You know, they're taking it to the street. Uh, let me bring in Chad and JT now, now that we've had this extraordinary buildup of their activism. Uh, we haven't said hello to them in months. Uh, Chad and JT, you're still welcome here. Maybe not on Fox, but here you can come on. Oh, Howard, what up? Good what to up? see you. Hey, dude. Robin, what up? What up? What up, uh, dudes? Hey, JT, how are you? Dude, I'm chilling. I'm so stoked to be on this show and just, yeah, ready to get into it with y'all. Hey, by the way, JT, I noticed your background. I mean, Chad has a beautiful, like, ocean kind of looking thing behind him, a big painting, but you've got a ton of books. I, I, JT, I didn't peg you for a reader. Uh, no, I'd love to to wear that label, but I have to be honest. This is my I'm staying at my mom's place, and this is her bookshelf. Oh, but cool. I do, but I do think if the youth is listening, reading is dank. Is it for sure? <laughs> I'm not a big reader. I, I find it boring. I like watching, like rather than reading the book, I usually wait for the movie. But you know, I I agree with you that it's dank. Yeah, dude, movies are way better than books, though, for sure. I mean, you get the visual stimuli. I was shocked you boys were thrown off, um, you know, you're such activists, and you know how proud I am to be associated with you, but I was surprised. Uh, you, you try to bring up a tough subject for a lot of men, including myself. I got like like I got less than an inch when I'm flaccid. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I welcome your movement so that guys aren't so ashamed of their small dongs. Yeah, I mean... Uh... We were just trying to go on, you know, on a big platform and just be honest about our little hogs. And, you know, apparently it's uncouth to talk about your dong on Fox or maybe the fact that we talked about small dongs made it even worse. So, but I know, yeah, I know that- you guys, I know you guys work out a lot to get big, um, yeah. but uh, it's got to be embarrassing. Like the bigger you get and more muscular, your dongs never get bigger. It's so fucking frustrating. In fact, your dongs look smaller, right? Because I tried that whole move. Dude, yeah. The more I shred my quads, the smaller my hog looks, but it's all good. <laughs> uh, I kind of related to like a silverback gorilla, though. I don't know if you've seen them. They got like a jack torso, huge legs, and then like a really tiny pecker. So the more jacked I get, I'm just like, I'm just moving into that primate stage. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys work legs in the gym, or is that like a waste of time? Like, why not just get big arms and chest, like a big barrel chest and arms, and then just leave those legs out of the workout? Oh, dude, I mean, actually, I learned a lot from JT because he's really into legs. And so I've been into it for the past year. And it just, I mean, it boosts T, testosterone. 
And uh, honestly, it boosts my stoke for like at least three days to work my legs. So I'm really fond of having a strong base. But JT is like the kettlebell master. Is yeah, that right, JT? Like, yeah, I love slinging the steel overhead. I mean, if you throw steel over your head, you are my brother. And I, I think it's like... <laughs> It's like, it's like uh, H.D. Thoreau said, like, it's not important to, like, just look jacked. It's important to feel jacked. He and said so, that? Yeah, he said yeah. it. <laughs> and I think, I I think that's that. why legs are so valuable. Like, if you do legs, like, you really, you actually are strong. Like, you could get hit by a car and you just kind of slide. Yeah, a lot yeah. of dudes don't realize that. I see guys who want to fit into their skinny jeans so they don't work legs. And then uh, they look um, disproportionate, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I, I'm a big fan. I was a big fan of the skinny jeans. I still kind of rock them, but I'm more, you know, trying to get that T-Rex posture where my glutes are so big that I'm kind of like arched forward like that. I think that'd be, I think that would fire up me and the squad. That gets me pumped thinking about, and that's yeah. maturity too. Just learning how valuable legs are. You get older and you just realize what's important. Yeah, it's all about the legs. Yeah, your base. Yeah, yeah. Your you base. know, I I always learn from you guys, and you know, I'm one of those dudes that knows he can learn from young people like i really didn't know that henry thoreau slung kettlebells and <laughs> and stuff like that and i always learn from you guys and i i don't know why more people aren't open to that like these city councils i really do admire you guys yeah they don't seem to take you seriously yeah what but what was your point since you couldn't get it out on fox news like all right so is your point like wouldn't it be cool like to be like orlando bloom and like be with a girl like hot like Katy perry and then just pull off your clothes and like paddleboard naked. And you would probably do a lot of nude things like go to nude beaches if you had a big penis. It's such mm -hmm. a drag because like it, it interrupts your freedom. Not like for me, I'm so embarrassed. I even like turn down the lights in front of my wife when I'm nude, you know, was that your point? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're just trying to fight small dong shame, you know, cause, um, I think if we go out there and we're like proud to have little hogs, you know, it'll get more people streaking. And as you all know, streaking boosts stoke. Um, so I think the more if we can just keep admitting it on huge platforms, like we're grateful to you to say we have small dongs on the platform, then, you know, how more small are you, feel. Chad? Oh, dude. Uh, like, can you, I mean, like, when you're flaccid, is there anything there or is it inverted? Yeah. Dude, oh, not not inverted, but you know, it's uh, I don't want to say thumbtack, but it's close. Yeah, Are all you I have ashamed? Is like, of course, no, ashamed. Dude, I, you're not. I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed for no, you. I'm, I'm fired up <laughs> on it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> have you dudes ever seen that statue of that David guy? Like, do you ever uh, say, "Hey, he didn't have a big dong, and girls seem to like him"? Yeah, yeah I mean. Go ahead, JT. Oh, dude, thank you. Uh, most yeah, of the dong sure. pieces in antiquities and in sculpture, super tiny, and I think it makes it more elegant. So, yeah, I'm fired up on old art and the way that they were kind of modeling what a beautiful penis looked like. Back in the olden days, it was considered good to have a small dong. That uh, that's why they painted all those dudes. They never, you never see a guy with a big cock in a painting. Yeah. I think I think hopefully the culture shifts back to the antiquity days where like having a small dong is like all the rage. Yeah. Like we're gonna make statues out of small dongs. Yeah, because all, like in the also, olden days, but yeah, but on the olden days, women being fat was a good thing, and now they get yeah. ridiculed. And guys with small dongs were honored with the statues, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
you guys are very brave because, you know, coming out about this thing, it could definitely fuck up your dating life, you know? Mm-hmm. Now that women know you yeah. have small dongs. Who, have you guys ever had like a boner fight between the two of you? <laughs> oh, dude, I mean. Yeah, but not to yeah. the death. It's always like, just like we're just messing around. Yeah. Who is smaller between Chad and JT, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, dude, we fight over this nonstop. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm smaller for sure. Oh, dude, I think I'm smaller. Get out of here, dude. Are you <laughs> sorry kidding to, me? I mean, sorry to beef with you on air, but <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. The shapes are different. Like mine's more missile and his is more mushroom. And then, you yeah. know, there, there's different ways to measure the size of it. But I mean, you know, either way, we both have little beautiful peck, peckers. Yeah. You got small balls, too. Anybody have really big balls and no dick? Uh, dude, I'm proud to say JT has huge balls. Wow. Good for yeah, you. Come on, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> yeah. That's so nice, dude. What, yeah. Not to change the subject, but what's going on? You guys love beer pong. What's going on with that whole thing? Are you, uh, during COVID, you're not mm-hmm. beer ponging, are you? Oh, uh, dude, when, well, when Corona first hit, I mean, we knew that beer pong was in hot water. So we tried a bunch of different methodologies. You know, we tried like a hazmat suit, like our buddy Derek had a hazmat suit. Right. Uh, but we learned that you can't, you can't trade it out each round because that contaminates it. According to my dad, who's a doctor, so I value his opinion. Um, and we tried it without spectators, and that was terrible. But JT had a really good idea for a, a face mask that we could use. Yeah, because we were playing with visors, and you can't pour beer through like a face shield or whatever. So I had an idea for like a semi-permeable mask that doesn't let particulates out, but lets beer in. It worked <laughs> the same way like uh, two-way glass works in an interrogation. You know, like SVU, like the perp can't see the cops, but the cops can see the perps like lying about molesting that kid. So mm-hmm. we do like a mask like that. You guys have a lot of good ideas. The problem is you got to go out and invent this stuff. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. a permeable mask is a great idea. You know, um, Chad, you said your father's a doctor. Is he like really disappointed in you because, uh, you know, you're not really following medicine or a, a big career. You're just an activist. Uh, does he look down on you? Um, you know, when I first told him I was going into activism, he was like, you know, I was thinking dentist and I was like, dad, I'm a stoke Lord, you know, like I can't think of a, something that's less, you know, I, I, I need to boost stoke. And I think the more, um, attention we've gained, he's more come around, you know, um, Did he understand so, what a stoke Lord is. Uh, we're working on that. You know, we have like Sunday discussions on it. And so we're sort of working towards what Stoke is. And he thinks what is Stoke? Pe- I mean, for the for for the dummies in our audience who don't understand the importance of that. I'd say Stoke is, you know, it's this feeling in your heart where you know that life is truly legit. Um, right. Like a ripe avocado, uh, a compliment on your tan. Uh, JT had a good definition, actually. Yeah, too. I think Stoke is riding in a car with your girlfriend and your homies to go get fish tacos. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I understand. <laughs> That's really, really a good explanation. <laughs> I'm a little lost, is. but yeah. as long as you understand. <laughs> hey, speaking of fish tacos, what are you dudes doing for food in quarantine? What's going on with that? Uh, yeah, I do. Well, when it first started, like, when Daniel Day Kim from Hawaii Five O got it, that's when we knew, like, okay, Corona's for real. Right. So, and uh, Tony Shalhoub. Oh yeah, right. Uh, 
So we beelined it to Costco and bought like 200 hot dogs. Because Howard, I don't know if you know this, but you can freeze meat. Right. Uh, pretty cool. I yeah. Do know that. And above, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's sick. I know a lot of and, stuff uh, like you guys. Yeah. 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 I'm fired up on it still. Uh, but I've been trying to get more self-sustainable, you know, not really rely on the stores. So, like, I bought a sick fucking rooster, and uh, he's actually in a coop in the shared backyard of my apartment complex. So, um, yeah, we're just waiting for that dude to lay some eggs. He's sick. For the dude. rooster to lay some eggs. Yeah. We got him off a hatchery on Craigslist. Yeah. He's a beast. But he's, like, loud. Could... Little homie. Pregnant. Being pregnant seems painful. Are you guys having a hard time with isolation? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not to rage. It's hard not to share my vibes with people when I'm feeling dank. Like, because we were used to having so many parties where, like, I could get fired up and, like, be loud and dance or moon people and just get everybody jacked up. And now right. when I moon, there's no one around to guffaw. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. why bother, right? <laughs> yeah. JT, yeah. he mooned me on Zoom. And I had to be honest. I was like, dude, this is not, this is not working. It didn't like, hit the same. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, and also, we've been having like solo ragers, you know? Um, right. And it's kind of tough knowing that you trashed your own place. Like, I like trashing my buddy Danny's place. Right. Uh, he's, he's a good place to trash. But like, when I wake up like every weekend, just like, oh crap, it's kind of it's hey, getting tough. I was thinking that, you know, it's so good to speak to young people and hear what's on their mind. And you guys are such excellent representation of what the youth out there is thinking. And I always go to you guys first. But uh, speaking of your friend Danny, have any of your friends caught the coronavirus? Yeah, well, my buddy Will, he caught it early on in London. Uh, but he's cruising with the antibodies now. Uh, he's hitting up antibody ragers. Um, he's really keeping the rave scene alive out there, which is, you know, it's uh, they've taken a huge hit. So big props to him for that. Right. But you guys yeah. can't go. No. no. Well, I, we might be able to. We both got like sick like two years ago so i'm pretty sure we got coronavirus mm -hmm. right. we had something going on <laughs> yeah. our, our, our right. buddy kellen got it we went to a party at our friend rachel's place and she was super dialed about social distancing wearing masks being outside and everyone like followed the rules except for our buddy kellen he was like no it's all bullshit i don't need to do any of that stuff and then he got coronavirus ah. and we had to cancel our trip to ibiza oh really yeah that must have yeah. been heartbreaking when you had you couldn't go to Ibiza. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, I mean that yeah. inspired us to go hand out masks in Huntington because we don't want that to happen to anyone else. You know, we don't want any more canceled vacations. Couldn't believe it's all those people. To... I can't believe all those people turned down free masks. Like, like they were so angry with you. Did you think you were going to get your ass kicked at one point? One guy looked like he was just going to beat the shit out of you too. Dude, he was he was close. Um, I think I think we know how to sort of diffuse the situation, you know, with uh, you know, basically like an invite to Sharky's for happy hour, right? Um, or Stoke, yeah, it seemed but, to calm I mean, down. Yeah, but like JT was like, he picked up his sandals because he was getting ready to run. Yeah, I wore <laughs> sandals, which are not good shoes for fighting or running. And JT, I thought you were like, you know, you're a bodybuilder and stuff. I thought for sure you would like beat the shit out of some guy. I wouldn't think you would run away, you know. Yeah, you know, there was a time where I might have been more inclined to to grapple with the person, but I typically only like to wrestle people I'm close to because I think it makes us closer. You know, I don't want to fight someone 
with anger. Plus, I don't want the guy to breathe on me when we're wrestling or something. <laughs> you guys are so famous now. I think before COVID, you were probably getting laid left and right. I mean, you probably have tons of groupies as the party brothers. Am I correct? I do. No. I, I have a girlfriend, actually. But, uh, yeah, but we, you know. We I have herpes her. and a little dong, too. Oh, you oh. have herpes. Is that making it yeah. harder to date? I mean, you you tell the girls up front you have herpes? Yeah, I tell them really early on. Um, right. No, actually, though, it hasn't been that much of an obstacle. Same with the small dong thing. It's just, it's like a new, it just makes the video game a little bit harder. So what happens? Your little life. dong looks like a strawberry when that shit gets lit up during herpes, right? And then you got to tell the girl, you got to back off, right? You can only give me a hand job. Yeah, that, that's that's about how it goes. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I respect that. How is it yeah. affecting your love life, this whole COVID-19 and being in isolation? Oh, dude, well, my girlfriend's staying with her parents, so and I don't want to get them sick, so I've just been taking trips to the drill factory, you know, just drilling myself nonstop. <laughs> it's been great. Right. Yeah, I'm so fired up on it. Yeah, I've just been masturbating a ton and just, I know people think it's like kind of self-indulgent, but I think it's actually about like, you know, loving yourself and just finding out more about yourself. And I've just been really pumped on myself. Like when I look at my hand, I'm just like, I love you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I've been drilling myself to podcasts. Like I'm really into astrophysics right now. So I'll put on like a, a podcast episode on like solar flares and just crank. Really? Great. You beat yeah. off to solar flares. Solar flares, gravitational uh, forces, uh, black holes. All that good stuff. Yeah, I think it helps me retain the information. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, you're so interesting. I mean, you're really uh, unbelievable with what you're up to. And, and uh, you know, I was wondering, too, I don't know how political you get, but how do you think Trump is handling this whole coronavirus thing? What's your, what's your take on him? That's a good cue. You know, I don't follow national politics too closely. From, from what I do see... He seems a little immature. Yeah, and uh, he's not wearing a face mask that often, which is getting me pretty PO'd because uh, he's putting Melania at risk. And, you right. know, it's it's to put a, a babe like her at risk, it's like, you know, does chivalry even exist anymore? Mm. She's hot, right? I can't believe he's doing that to her. Yeah, yeah. she's so hot. Yeah, you think he's got a big dong or a little dong? And if he had a little dong, would he admit it? No, I see him having an overbearing big dong. Really? really? Yeah. <laughs> like just, you know, I don't know. Big old angry dong. Like a dong that interrupts. Not like a little sweet dong like I got. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I don't know. Are you boys. guys going to hand out more masks? Are you going back out there? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, we're going to go to San Clemente, um, you know, hand out some more masks. And uh, yeah, you know, because originally we thought it was like a shortage. Like I was surfing in Huntington Beach and I saw no one was wearing masks. And I was like, oh, the supply chain must be boned up. Um, but then we just found out that people think they suck. Um <laughs> You know, well, you so, got like over a million hits on uh, YouTube with that that first time you handed out masks. I think this is good for your future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 crazy. It's like we, you know, we didn't really ask to be the face of uh, activism or masks, but we just want to party. But you know, I, I'm stoked that we're sending a good message to the youth that like if you want to keep partying, you know, 
try and spread some good positive change in your community. When are you guys going to do something ultimately important, like make a movie? Uh, I could see a big, a big deal with Netflix where you guys, you know, start making major motion pictures. Any thought to that? Oh, dude, I mean, that'd be epic. I mean, that's a, that's a dream for sure. Just to, to document our, uh, no, I think JT Practicism. just passed out when yeah. I said that. He was so excited <laughs> yeah. about it. Like, it's kind of unblanked. I mean, like the guy, yeah, the guy did, it's like his eyes yeah. went dull. Yeah, he was like, oh, I can't even think about that. Yeah, it was it was, it was, was pretty intense to see my dream like that as you described it. He wow. Was like, yeah, that almost made me cry. I'm just such a huge fan of cinema, too, that for us to step into that, into those big shoes of making films, you know, like the films that we admire, like Point Break, Armageddon, Margaret. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I don't know. It'd be really, really special, especially For to sure. do it with my dog, Chad. Yeah. We, yeah we've been it. reshooting scenes from Fast and the Furious during the Q team. Yeah. Oh, is that what you're doing? Is that what you guys yeah. are busy with? You kind of like watch Fast and Furious and then you act out like, you're like, who, like who plays Vin Diesel? JT. JT, yeah. yeah he's jacked. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. given me newfound appreciation for his charisma. Yeah. yeah, you have a similar similar energy. You're you're an electric personality. You really are, and and uh, I could see why you play Vin Diesel. Thank you, Howard. Yeah. Well, I gotta tell you, I did want to tell you 